The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I want to address a topic that I think is one that, you know, many, 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 many people ponder or, you know, maybe even (laughs) struggle with a little bit from time to time. And I was teaching on this last night for a class that I'm doing at one of my online classes. And um, I just felt like, wow, this, this also needs to be a podcast episode. So it is coming and here we go. So the topic is what to do when our head and our heart want different things and how to handle that, how to negotiate that. So that is the topic for today. So look, part of living a soul-guided life, right, is to learn to follow our inner wisdom and listen to those nudges and tune into all of that and see life from the soul perspective. But at times, right, our soul has a really good idea (laughs) about what's going on. But our human self, it's like that little recalcitrant child going, no, I don't want to have my green beans, you know, like we're not fully completely on board. And I'll give you a little bit of a boiler alert. There's really nothing wrong with that because it's been explained to me through this query that, you know, the whole dance of life is around honoring and supporting and holding our human parts in the highest and greatest esteem. And yet there are times when that conflict between what our head wants and what our heart wants is really, 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 really uncomfortable. And so that's what I'm going to address today. And before I get into this, I want to clarify some terms. When I am talking about what your head wants versus your heart wants, right? I'm talking about your mind, ego, conditioning versus your soul, your spirit, your higher self. Sometimes we think heart as emotions. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the heart's deeper wisdom. Although sometimes, of course, our mind and our emotions are also, you know, not on the same page. Um, But it's deeper than that. It's deeper than that. And it's always been my understanding that our emotions are just our body's reaction to our mind, right? So a lot of times, you know, your mind can be thinking lots of different things and your emotions can actually be pointing you closer to what you're really thinking 
right? But that's a conversation for a different day because that's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about deeper than that. I'm talking about when those nudges from our soul, from our spirit, from our higher self, from our inner being seem to be pointing us in a different direction than what we know in the highest sense is the right choice and path for us. And this episode was inspired by a couple of things. One of them was a little experience I'm having with online dating where um, I met someone online and uh, it was a very exciting, soulful, uh, amazing interaction, right? And then as we continued forward, not so much, not so much. And, you know, because I'm intuitive and because I hear these nudges, I got a pretty clear information, like pretty quickly, like what the deal was, you know, what I needed to do, what I needed not to do. And yet, you know, my feelings, the part of me that wants that excitement, that wants that romance, that wants, you know, to continue the fun, like didn't really want to put it down, right? Have you ever been there? Just didn't want to put it down, even though I know that, you know, it's a longer road to keep poking. (laughs) poking at something that you know is not in your highest good. And I think this happens a lot. The other thing that inspired it was a not so personal situation, but also had some personal resonance in a different way. Um, I had a young client that is in a relationship and her heart tells her, I think, that, you know, this guy is not the one. And she's, you know, a young college age student. So that's not always a deal breaker, but the deal is, is that his heart and his words tell her that, you know, she is the one. And she's a little uncomfortable with that disparity, right? Like, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship where he feels it's forever and I know it's not. But at the same time, I really want to be in this relationship, right? Because I like the comfort. I like the friendship. I I like being with him. And so a lot of times we have these little disparities, right? And so we feel that we're in conflict between what we know deeply and what we want on that more emotional mind level, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think most people have had experiences like this and can relate. (sighs) So the first step in reconciling, right, the difference between the head and the heart is to learn to discern, right? We need to know the difference because a lot of times what feels like, you know, our intuition, our inner being, all of that good stuff can still be our emotions and our mind. The ego, the mind, which I love very much, and I'm so glad I have one, but it can be very tricky. And it's taught us, or we've learned that it's who we are. And it believes, I believe that our ego, our false sense of self, its very job is to convince us that's who we are, right? So that we can have this human experience. As we start to awaken, we start to understand that we're more than that. We're more than that small mind, right? We're more than the ego. The ego is still a really great masquerader. And a lot of times, you know, it's going to wave that flag and say, look over here. This is your soul speaking to you. And it's not. It's not. So the first step is, is really to learn to discern. And look, this is a podcast about intuition. And I always define intuition as, right, hearing the call of your soul, hearing your higher guidance, right, your spiritual GPS. So, you know, as we learn more and more to discern what's our intuition, what's our inner being communicating with us and what's just the noise of our mind, right, then we're going to get much, much better at discerning between what our head and our heart wants. And that's going to go a really long way. That's the upside. The downside, of course, is that the better we are at discerning, the more we're going to be aware when these conflicts arise. So it's a win-win, but also sometimes it feels a little bit tricky. And sometimes, too, we can get confused. 
because our emotions, our mind is so strong, we're not hearing the signals. We're not hearing the messages. You know, the nudges are getting buried under a bunch of junk, a bunch of noise. And that is okay because eventually you will get the 411. But I'm talking more about the times when we do hear those nudges. We do get those whispers. We do see things from that soul, that bird's eye perspective. And yet our humanness just doesn't like it. It just doesn't like it so much. And we have to know how to tend to that. And so when, we, when we're in that position, and the guides say too, and I had this down in the little piece of paper that I just turned over, the way that we discern is by deepening presence. We discern the difference between that intuition and our excitement by deepening our presence, by becoming more present with ourselves and deepening that knowing. And you'll also learn from trial and error too, right? Because if you think it's your intuition and it's your mind, you're going to figure that out by the outcome because you know the intuition often guides us to a much easier plane than our minds. Neither one is wrong. Neither one is wrong. They're just different ways of doing things. And many of you who are drawn to this particular podcast are drawn to living a more soul, spirit, guided life. That's all. Because you know internally that this is going to be easier, more joyous, right? And that this is the path. This is the path of your soul. But it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. And people that are not at that place aren't wrong. They're just living their lives a little bit differently. That's all. But for those of you that do have that deepening presence and do have more and more of these moments of expanded awareness where you you get the 411 from your intuition from your soul but then your mind, you know, starts kicking and screaming. The important thing to do, and this is step 2 or point 2 or whatever on my little cheat sheet, right, is to honor and respect the human parts. Honor and respect those parts of you that are kicking and screaming. This will help you, the guides say, with that discernment. When we honor and respect our humanness, we're back in our soul, right? We're back. We're taking that step back. We're not lost in it so we can see it even more clearly. We can also sort of understand those human motivations and sort of, you know, the quote unquote method to the madness. Why do I want to do this crazy thing even though my soul says, you know, stop texting him if he doesn't text back? It's it's not quite that bad. (laughs) Or maybe it is. We shall see. But whatever it is, right, or in the case of my client, right, I know I should end this relationship. I know I should end this relationship, but I just can't. I'm just not ready yet. Honoring the human parts means sometimes we honor we're not ready yet. That's okay. We can hear a nudge for a really long time. We don't necessarily have to act on it. It's around that beautiful dance where we respect and we honor our humanness while also expanding more into the soul way of doing and seeing things, you see? And they're not really at conflict at all. They don't need to be in conflict at all. Every time you come back to the soul lens, every time you come back to presence, every time you come back to listening to your intuition, every time you come back to, you know, allowing to let go, letting yourself let go, right? All of those moments you are reinventing, right? Rejiggering, reorienting the dance between your human and your soul self. And that's what you're here to do because the whole dance of life is around making those two parts dance more effortly, beautifully, and lovingly. That's the whole jam. So when we honor that human part of ourselves and listen to it and take it seriously without getting lost in it, that's where the magic really, really, really starts to happen. And that's where our soul and our human parts start to dance together in perfect harmony. 
Human Design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum Human Design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. So some of you, I hear you saying, wait, wait, hold on. What does that mean? What does that look like? Ah, It's around taking a more neutral, loving awareness. You're not judging yourself. You're not having to figure out what you need to do right away or how to solve a problem. You're just taking that step back and having presence with yourself and what's happening and, and doing that from a place of love, from a place of love. And where you can't find the love for yourself in those situations, then you love the place of yourself that isn't there yet. Wherever you are, there's always a starting point. There's always an entry point for bringing in a little more self-love and a little more awareness. There's always a spot. And you'll know you're in that spot because you'll feel better. You'll feel better. It might be for just a millisecond or it might be for an hour or a month or the rest of your life, right? But in those moments, you'll feel good because those are the moments in which you're aligned. Those are the moments when everything is existing in beautiful, beautiful, perfect, miraculous harmony, my friends. And those are the moments that you know you know and you imbibe who and what you really are. So one thing I want to say right now that I think is really important too is as we expand our awareness, as we live more from that soul-guided place, we're going to become more aware of these disparities, right? And there's two things that you can do at that moment. Well, there's many things you can do at that moment, but there's two things that we often do that are not necessarily the most aligned responses that tend to bring us back into ego and tend to bring us back into discomfort and tend to bring us back into, you know, something that feels like a problem or a dilemma where, you know, my head wants this one thing, but my soul, my heart wants something else. And one is where we kind of split. We split and we're like, you know, I got this head, I got this heart and, you know, they're fighting with each other and ah, and then we judge ourselves, right? And we usually judge the human part of ourselves. And we usually, at least this is what happens with yours truly when I'm being all monkey-mindy and stuff. We may start to judge that part of ourselves. You know, you shouldn't feel this way. You should want to leave the relationship. You shouldn't have resistance. You should always listen to your soul. Yada, 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 yada. And that kind of energy doesn't really, really serve. Because again, as soon as we go into judgment, self-judgment, other judgment, any kind of judgment, we're back into mind. We're back into our condition. We're back into ego. We're back into our conditioning, right? There is no judgment on the soul level, only love. Only unconditional love, acceptance, understanding that all things serve the divine good. Just a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of love, joy, and allowing. And I feel it when I say it. And I hope y'all can feel it too. Because it's really a beautiful place to anchor in. It really, truly, truly is. That's your soul. That's your spirit. That's your source speaking to you and through you. But sometimes we do. The mind comes in and says, like, you shouldn't want this. You should be aligned with your soul. You shouldn't feel this way. You are spiritually awoke. You should know better. You should know that, you know, if someone doesn't text you back, it's not about you. It's about them. Sure, I know that. I know that in so many ways. But my sweet little tender human heart, you know, not so much. She's hurting a little bit. And that is okay. That is okay. So... 
it's important that, you know, when we have that experience to allow the humanness to be just as she is, just as you are, because that is actually a way of deepening our presence, becoming more present with what is. And that actually brings us back into that soul aligned space. Sometimes too, we we judge the soul, right? I've seen this too, you know, where someone is like, you know, especially happens often in a reading where, you know, something will come through about, you know, the purpose that something is serving in someone's life and they're pissed off. They're like, why are my guides doing this? You know, why is my higher self doing this to me? This is terrible. I hate this, right? Again, you know, that's the guides say a somewhat deeper form of ego because you're identified a little bit more with your humanness in that moment, but it also doesn't serve. It doesn't serve. And it's a splitting because in those moments, right, you start to believe that there is a split between you, you know, you being your human self, your personality and your soul and your higher self and source. And that split is illusory. It's an illusion, It's a compelling illusion and it's the human illusion and respect it, but you don't have to get lost in it because it's not the truth. You are both human and God at the same time. Take a minute to just feel that because I know a lot of you really can. You are your highest awareness and you're also your human experience. And those two things can dance magically and harmoniously together when we let go and let them. So sometimes we judge ourselves. Sometimes we judge, you know, that voice in our head, that intuition, like, why are you telling me to do this stupid thing that I don't want to do? I curse you, higher self. And, um, you know, both of those reactions, again, when you see, you just become present, you become more aware and you soothe yourself with love. That's the solution. You let it be there right? And then you can also, the guides say, redirect to something that feels a little bit, you know, more pleasant, more loving, more kind, more gentle. Sometimes when we're really stuck in a particular quote unquote problem, we just need to focus on something else. And that is perfectly okay too. The other thing that can sometimes happen is along the lines of of what y'all might call spiritual bypassing, okay? And I don't use this term a lot because it's been so overused and so confused, but I am going to use it now because I think it's important and it fits. And the way that I understand spiritual bypassing is where we go to this quote-unquote soul place, right? And we say, well, I know that what someone else thinks about me is none of my business. I know this. I live this probably 97 to 98 percent of the time. Okay, I'd say 96, but I'm still taking it. But that 4% where I forget, it's uncomfortable. It's ouchy. It's, it's like, you know, it's human. But sometimes what we do is we convince ourselves that we're living the principle and we just disregard the human part altogether. We just pretend like it's not there. And when you pretend like something's not there, it doesn't go away. It's like, you know, if you keep sweeping it under the rug, you're going to keep, you know, tripping over it and falling on your face and wondering why you keep falling over. And so again, that awareness is around, you know, by the 10th time you fall, you can start to tune in, get a little more present with yourself and say, okay, you know, what is it that I keep tripping on? What is it in my world that I don't quite want to see right now? And am I ready to see it? And if you are, you will. And then when it you discover that, when you discover it, when you tune in, you again, you hold it in the light, you hold it in love, you understand that we are complex beings here having this human experience and that our humanness is part and parcel of the journey and that we can love it, that we can honor it, that we can be present with it and not get lost in it. And that wherever you are 
in this beautiful dance between being human and being a soul or being a spirit in this present moment is exactly where you're meant to be. And give yourself a big old hug because I love you. And I know you got this. I know you got this. So give some of that love to yourself too. So the next thing written down on my little piece of paper is there are no wrong choices. There are no wrong choices because sometimes too when you get in these conflicts, right, we're like, wow, my soul says I got to do this. So I got to do it now and I got to do it in this way. And no, always respect the humanness, right? It's that delicate dance. And sometimes when we're being nudged in a certain direction, it can take a little bit of time for our humanness to catch up. It can take a little time for us to get there. And, you know, someone in my class last night on the call said a beautiful thing. She said, Victoria, I always leap when I hear the intuitive nudge as I always follow them and I have my whole life. The problem for me comes afterwards. It comes afterwards. Then my monkey mind kicks in and says, why the heck did you do that crazy thing? And you know, sometimes that's been the flavor of my monkey mind as of late, right? Because as many of you know, I've, I've taken on a lot of big changes in the last couple of years, moving cross country, leaving a marriage, starting a new business, right? And so all based on those deep intuitive nudges. And yet there are times, right, when my monkey mind goes, you know, who do you think you are? What the heck? And so sometimes it works that way. Sometimes we follow the nudge and then the monkey mind is like, wait, what did you do? Other times we go real slow and, you know, there's a little bit of a push and pull between what we quote unquote know is the right thing to do from that soul-based perspective and what our humanness needs right now. And the more we become aware of that, the more we can take our humanness by the hand and guide it lovingly and gently lovingly and gently to wherever we need it to be, right? Wherever our soul needs it to be. And, and then we have this beautiful cooperation too. And neither way is wrong. Neither way is wrong. And even when we make choices that are completely unconscious, meaning the soul perspective has not been consulted at all, there's still nothing wrong with that. There's nothing ever wrong with anything you do. There are no mistakes. You are beautiful. You are perfect. However you choose to dance in this life is exactly right. It is, right? And it's all guiding us to the same place. And the moment we wake up and we recognize that and we see where we are and we have that broader perspective, that's the moment when we're aligned. And the more alignment we have, the more easy and joyous and graceful our life becomes. And the more we are serving our mission to awaken ourselves and our planet, but not from a heavy, oh my God, you should, because some of you went right back to, I got to do this because I should, Mm -mm. because that is just your soul's intent. And it's a really beautiful thing. And when you follow it and when you honor it and when you love yourself through it, that's when the soul and the human parts, the head and the heart, source and humanity start to live more in alignment, start to live more in alignment. And as I say it, do you feel how good that feels? That's what you want. And friends, it is not something you're going to figure out with your mind. Feel into it, right? You'll know when you're there. You'll know when you're there, and so many of you already do. And for those of you who might find that their heads are spinning right now, just give yourself a big old hug, you know? Listen to this again, or listen to this again in a month, right? Or six months. You're going to get there. You're already there. It's already happening for you. It's just about noticing when and where and learning to let go when you are stuck in the problem. But awakening, that process of awakening really comes through those shifts in the relationship between our human and spiritual selves, our human and spiritual awareness. So whenever you wake up, 
Whenever you tune in and, and see, you know, these conflicts or see yourself more clearly and then do it from a loving present space, right? That is when you are awakening. That is when you are aligned with your soul. And that is a beautiful thing. And the good news is where we are not aligned, that is good too, because that's where we're creating the contrast and the clarification of what it is that we really want. So, you know, every single time my client goes back into this relationship and feels like that little, uh, I don't know if it's right. I don't know if it's right and gets into that anxiety. That anxiety is giving her some powerful information, right? And eventually she'll learn to listen to it. She'll learn to listen to it and she'll be ready and she'll probably move on from this relationship and find the next one. But in her own sweet way, in her own sweet time, because that is how life is supposed to work. And it will keep giving us that beautiful, sweet feedback of what will bring us more joy and what will make us happier. Not because we made a mistake by not listening to our spirit, but because we are learning more and more to deepen that connection, to align more, and to love the part of ourselves that aren't quite there yet, that aren't quite there yet. And they're always going to be there to some extent. It's about your relationship to them, not making the humanness go away. The humanness is going to be with you through this whole journey, and it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. It is why you are here, my friends. It is why you're here. So the best path for navigating when our head and our heart seem to want different things is one, honor yourself. Honor yourself for knowing it at that moment, because in those moments when we are aware, wow, I know what my soul is calling right now, and I'm just not there. I'm just not ready. You know, we are starting to align with that soul path. We are having that awareness, and it's a beautiful thing. And again, the more we can stay present with whatever's going on and deepen our presence, deepen our awareness of all that's going on, the more we're going to find the next best step forward. And oftentimes, you know, when we get into that space, we split, we feel like there's a problem, there's, you know, we got to solve it, I'm uncomfortable. Sit with the discomfort, sit with it, realign be present. Give yourself a big pat on the back for being so aware. Know that wherever you are is exactly where you're meant to be. It is perfect, perfect, perfect. Return to self-love and then you will find the answers. You will find the answers there because that is where your truest and bestest answers always lie in that present moment. In that moment when you're connected with your intuition, your inner being, your source, you know, and that always comes from that beautiful place of loving and allowing every single time. And you get to come back to that place again and again and again and again and again. And it's not so much about when you're not there that matters. It's about each time you come home. It's about each time you come home because that is where the truth is. And that is the beauty of this amazing dance that's called human life. So, whether you text the guy or just, you know, let it go, whether you leave the relationship or the job or go to, you know, take this vacation or not take this vacation or buy the shoes or not buy the shoes or move cross country or stay where you are, whatever it is, however you navigate it, whatever those choices in life, just know that you are loved. Know that you are lovable. Know that you are soul having a beautiful human experience and know that whatever choice that you make is golden. And the more we can make our choices from this expanded perspective, the more we can keep feeling in and knowing that there's no urgency, there's no problem to solve. There's just this beautiful dance where we deepen, we continue to deepen 
our level of awareness and connect more and more to our truest and highest selves. And in so doing, we revise that beautiful relationship we have with our own humanity, whereby we don't get lost in it anymore. We love the pants off of it and we learn most elegantly and beautifully to dance together. That's it. That's all I got. I'll let you know (laughs) how it turned out. So thank you all for tuning in and namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I'm an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.